It is Friday, May 17th, 2019. Where in the Sam Devil did this year go by? It is absolutely unbelievable to me. Hey, listen, one of the things I did recently is I went through and uh, sort of did kind of a binge watching of uh, Better Call Saul, and um, it was pretty cool. One of the things that I'll do in my office is I'll let a television show play in the background and uh, mute it, but periodically look up and see what's going on. And it's funny, you can see things and you go, oh yeah, that's interesting, things in the background and some mistakes and stuff like that, but pretty good show. I also am in the process right now of going through all of the episodes of uh, Breaking Bad. And there's a lot of really great business lessons in there. One of the things we're thinking about doing here at Fixed Cost Financial and in Connecting Dots is to put together a series where we're going to look at movies and television shows and basically encourage you to watch them with us and then we'll do some commentary and talk through it. If you think that would be something that you'd like to do, let us know and give us a call. We'll give you the phone numbers and everything towards the end of our broadcast. In fact, I can do that right now. Do me a favor. If you think that would be a neat idea, call 888-629-7864. That's 888-629-7864 and say, hey, guys, that would be a neat thing to do. So uh, it would be kind of a, I think it's kind of fun. We can kind of do it as a group thing and take your uh, your ideas and your comments. We could pull together. So call 888-629-7864 if you want to do uh, kind of a group conversation. I think it'd be kind of neat. Flight attendants, please prepare for takeoff. Connecting Dots is sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing. Break the mold and embrace the difference. Now, everybody who knows us knows that we have been talking for quite some time about how ridiculous it is in the financial news media. Everything has become so emotional and so chicken little. Everything is falling apart or everything is is Goldilocks. And it's just, there's just not a lot of really good reporting. And a lot of these people that get on are nothing, are doing nothing more than basically advertorials for their mutual funds or ETFs or their pensions or whatever it is they're doing. I got to kick out of the, uh, oh, let's see here, Morningstar, they wrote today, the market's wild downward swing on Monday, a brief unpleasant episode um, was something painful. And then they go, they go on and talk about how the stock market has gone up. And um, then they, they go on and talk about how, well, we've got three day, straight days, we're hitting new highs. Yet you go to other, again, depending upon the political leanings of Bloomberg, Market Watch, the Wall Street Journal. I don't ever discuss some of the high technical things that we look at because most people are not going to pay the subscriptions for those. So in connecting dots, I tend to keep it very um, kind of loosey-goosey with the the mainstream stuff. Don't really ever quote the New York Times or uh, the LA Times uh, because it's just um, uh, it's it's just um, it's it's just um, I can't handle it. It's uh, I'd rather uh, I'd rather go and have a, a really nasty bowel movement than to read a lot of the financial stuff that comes out of the uh, New York Times as well as the LA Times are just so biased. 
And, um, you know, again, when you're dealing with money, you just want facts and figures. So there's a lot of reporters. I have a blacklist that I have of reporters and magazines and basically electronic media that we just don't pay any attention to. Unfortunately, a lot of that has really gotten to be the case when it comes to um, tech journals as well. CNET has really gone down as well. But one of the things, I, again, this article uh, is from uh, Christine Benz in uh, Market Watch. It says, when market volatility meets your retirement portfolio, and I'm going to give you a couple of things that she says. One, it says, consider where you are in your retirement life cycle. Number two, check your liquid reserves. Number three, review your long-term asset allocation. Number four, de-risk the risk. I don't know, whatever, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Right-sizing your bond holdings relative to equities is a key way to ensure uh, blah, blah, blah. And then number five, review your spending rate. Okay, that's all really good advice, but here's the key thing. You gotta have enough cash. You have to have enough cash and near-term cash. And I'm, I'm telling you straight up, investing doesn't change no matter what your age is, okay? It doesn't change. It changes based upon your needs. And one of the things that changes is your mortality. So as you get older, you might be 85 years of age, but if mortality in your family tends to be 90 to 100, okay, so you're 85 and mom and dad lived until they're 95 and 100th of age, you're in great physical shape, then you really ought to consider maybe you got another 15 years. If you have another 15 years, let's think think it through very, very methodically. If you have inflation, okay, just go with this. If you have inflation of 10%, 10%, that means the cost of what you're spending right now is going to double every 7.2 years. Now you're going to say, that's ridiculous. Inflation is not 10%. Yeah, but that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the inflation in the nation. We're talking about your inflation, the cost that it takes you. And you, well, you're younger and you go, I don't get it. And of course you don't, because you have no problem getting around. You don't have physical, emotional, intellectual challenges. You don't have relationships that are falling off because people are dying and becoming disabled. And you're not feeling the effects of a pension and Social Security that doesn't keep up with inflation. So... When you get older, you say, well, you know, I don't see as well, so I have somebody who walks with me when I go to the store. I still like to go to the store, but I kind of have macro degeneration. I really need to have assistance. I'm not going to use a cane and go blind, and I just want to have that trusted companion, so that costs money. You have this trusted companion that you ride with, and they drive you. You don't really want to use an, a taxi or an Uber or a Lyft or whatever, and you don't want to impose on neighbors. So the cost of your personal living goes up. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about inflation. So as you get older, you have more health care costs. You have more other issues that go on. Again, some people, like my dad, never had any of those problems. Quite literally, this is the guy who said, you know, son, I don't feel very good. He goes, I got a hell of a pain in my side. And we went to the doc, we went to the emergency room. They looked him over and it was with some, just a very short period of time. And they said, hey, Paul, I hate to tell you this because I knew everybody at the, uh, at the hospital. And they said, um, your dad's got cancer and it's terminal. I mean, it's just, we can just tell real quick. The scans show it's already in the bones going, it's in the spine, it's going to the brain. I mean, uh, we got great treatment. And uh, within a couple of days, I had him in hospice, and two weeks later, he was uh, gone. Not necessarily a bad thing, I mean, as opposed to people that suffer an incredibly long period of time. But the guy had no, uh, he had no problems his whole life. I mean, quite literally, other than my father going through 
going through World War II and never being injured. No kidding. It's an unbelievable story. Comes home. He's out hunting with uh, his brother and some friends in Upper Michigan. And he gets shot because somebody shot a bullet and it hit the side of his uh, shoe. And he said to his brother, uh, Bill, he said, Bill, damn, I stepped on something. He took his shoe off and a bullet had pierced through the leather of uh, his left foot and uh, lodged under his skin. He popped a bullet out and he said, I'll be damned. I had to come home to get shot. How you like that? Other than having a wisdom tooth pulled one time, guy never had a cavity. Uh, I remember when we were boating one time, we had a, a cabin cruiser and uh, he uh, grabbed a rope that he shouldn't have grabbed and uh, tore his hand open. We were out on the uh, water and my dad just simply took a, uh, <laughs> he took a fishing string and a needle that my mom had and stitched his own hand up and doctor said, you did a great job. This guy was a tough cookie, okay? Of course, he was born in 1915 when men were men. But here's the point. His personal inflation, he didn't have those kinds of incredible expenses that a lot of people have. His inflation was you know, not a big deal because he didn't have those extra expenses. So we're talking about personal expenses. If you're out of shape, you're overweight, you smoke, you drink, and uh, you're going to have a much higher retirement inflation than somebody who is in great physical shape. Of course, if you have you're in great physical shape and you spend money all the time, well, you're going to have a, a horrible inflation. So when this article says, you know, consider all these different things, consider where you are in your retirement life cycle, that's a good point, okay? Um, check your liquid reserves. You don't need to check them. You need to make sure that you have enough liquid reserves. If you are not familiar with our withdrawal plan here at Fixed Cost Financial, uh, let us know. It is truly a work of art. I'll be happy to give you a link to how this thing works. We have a page devoted to that. Just give us a call at 888-629-7864. That's 888-629-7864. Give us a ring. Hey, it's early in the morning. I'm doing this here at four o'clock in the morning. Yikes. And uh, we'll get that to you. But here's the thing. Do me a favor. The best thing to do, just go online and register with us. You don't have to open an account. Just start registering, get it going and, and et cetera. And then in, uh, the other thing, uh, review your long-term asset allocation. That's true. But remember, we're big into silos. If you don't know what we are talking about when we talk about investment investment silos or the envelope system, get a hold of us. And um, again, watch your spending rate. That's always, uh, and that's, that's true. Okay, with that, let's take a 30-second break, go through our disclaimer. We'll probably start talking about a couple of companies. Here we go. Connecting Dots is for educational use only. Investment performance is not guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs. Nothing should be construed as an individual recommendation. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and thus a conflict of interest should be assumed. So when I was talking to you earlier about how it's all doom and gloom, here's another item from Morningstar. And it says stocks close higher for third straight day on upbeat earnings from Walmart and Cisco. So let's talk a little bit about that. One of the best things most people can do who are investors, and this is so contrary to what everybody will tell you out there is, well, just close your eyes and do a little bit of a Rip Van Winkle. Here's my point. There are things that you need to focus on. And I say this all the time, but I'm going to keep beating this drum. Focus on the things that you like are good, profitable, and can control. Okay, please do that. And when you are working, don't do what you love. Don't do it. 
Whatever it is you love, don't do that for work because it becomes work. I'm dead serious on that. Find something that you like. I mean, really, really like. Like me, I will never, ever retire. Why? I retired in 1986 for all practical purposes at the age of 28. I did, but I didn't stop working. I do exactly what I want to do because I like it. I'm good at it. I'm profitable at it, and I can control it. And I'll never retire. You know, I mentioned this in an earlier podcast about retirement is recess for adults. Well, I didn't do that. I took recess periodically throughout my career, my working life. You know, I mean, how many people take a month off and drive across the country? Do you do it? I've, I've done that for years. I still am connected. Thank God for digital technology and the internet. But go out and do things. A lot of my people that I know from many years ago are buying motorhomes and trailers and camping and traveling. Been there and done that. Met a client years ago, had a gentleman, and we talked about retirement. I said, what did he plan on doing? He said, I don't plan on going a whole lot anywhere. I said, well, a lot of people travel, and I was encouraging him to travel. He said, let me tell you what I did for work and why I did it. And he talked about all the places in Africa and Europe and Asia. You name it, he had been there. He said, I've been there and done it. I don't have a bucket list. My bucket list now is to kind of fiddle fart around the house and enjoy doing things that everybody else did younger in life. He said, I totally understood that. I said, man, you're singing my song. Here's the thing. Going back to what I said, concerns about trade linger after U.S. targets China's way. Okay, got news for you. China doesn't mean diddly. Not to you or I. In a big scheme of things, these guys are going to slug it out. It's all over money. They're all fighting over what's called the uh, United States being the, the financial reserve, we, you know, our, our currency, we're the currency reserve for the world. Russia, China, India, those, those days are changing. Uh, petrodollars and U.S. dollars, those, those things are changing. What do you think is going on with Venezuela? Why, did, why are things all of a sudden getting upside down? There's, there's stuff that goes on in the background. It's all over money. <laughs> it always has been. Money, power, control, so what's going on in the world is we have this thing called recency. You get three straight days and, and uh, you know, rah, rah, everything's hit boom, bah. Global equities have proven resilient after Trump administration fired a fresh salvo in a trade spat with China late Wednesday. This kind of language just makes me sick. I couldn't just say... Global equities continue to do well, despite um, the negative banter between trust, uh, Trump and China. Just you could you can do this a whole lot less bombastic in your in your language, but um, you know it is what it is. Now buried in the article um, is the fact that construction of new homes rose six percent in April. Now that's a big story. Also buried is the federal the Federal Reserve in Philadelphia. The manufacturing index has risen to a four month high in. Hey, that's a big deal. But again, a lot of these issues are buried and um, people don't really follow that stuff, which is why I say sometimes it's just better off just doing a Rip Van Winkle and not paying attention because uh, if you don't understand some of the things that I'm talking about, that's okay. Here's what I'm telling you. Guess what? People are spending money, but they're not spending money like drunken sailors like they did before 2008. Yeah, we have a lot of people buying things, but that's normal and to be expected. What do you say we take a quick 16-second uh, break? I'll come right back, and I'll talk a little bit about spending and age and some of the birth rate issues that are going on. Connecting Dots is brought to you by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing. It's better because it's simple and works. Break the mold. Be different. Be different. 
So we're not uh, doing uh, baby batter mixing here in the United States. And in fact, that uh, issue is going on in Japan and China and Europe. We're not making babies. Uh, we, this is something I can tell you I have talked about for 40 years. Now, in 1957, 58, and 59, this is really important. Those are the peak years for baby boomers. In those four years, we had over 4 million babies born. Yeah, and then now last year, in 2018 uh, and in 2017, we've got a 40-year low when it comes to fertility rates. Now, you might be saying, eh, so what? That means nothing. Now, that's a big, big deal. We had about 3.85 million births in 2017, a rate of 1.76 per woman. And the problem is uh, these numbers are low. Births were as high as 4.31 in 2007. That is a precipitous drop. So when you had a total fertility rate at 2.08, okay, blah, 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 lots of numbers. Here's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference who you are. White, black, brown, everybody is not having kids. One of the things we talk about here in our firm is we are always connecting dots. Guess what one of the things that we connected dots and birth rates? Guess what? Big televisions. Yeah, there's a direct correlation. Now, correlation is not necessarily causation, but there's a big drop when it comes to television acquisition. The more televisions in a household and the bigger the televisions, guess what? We don't have as many babies. I guess if you took all the TVs out, and uh, I guess if you took all the books out, of course, most people don't read books, you'd probably be fornicating and making baby batter. And if you made baby batter, then it would change the economy. Less babies, less certain things. And as a result, there's a lot of things from a geopolitical construct that we need to take a look at. But uh, yeah, holy cow. Uh, my fertility rates are down since 2007 by 21%. And what's amazing is that uh, minority, you know, the typical stereotypical, oh, blacks and browns and all, it's, it's down everywhere. I mean, it, it, you, you can say these things. Here's the thing. We don't sugarcoat anything here. We call it the way it is. So this whole thing about uh, people are concerned about blacks having lots of children or Hispanics having lots of children, don't be concerned about that. Um, the decline decline has been greater for minorities than it has been for whites. So I guess they get here, they're here, and they stop having children. So basically, um, we just got a big group of people that have completely vanished. So Hispanic, 18.78, almost 19% drop in birth rate. American Indian and Native Alaskan, 15%. Geez, you'd think up in Alaska, they'd be, they'd be bumping all day long. Black African Americans down almost 10%, 9.61. White, 9.31. Non-Hispanic of any race, whatever that is, 7%. And Asian or Pacific Islander down 5.81%. So hey, here's what, no matter what, it's, it's huge. There are simply fewer people being born. That is that is just amazing to me, and but it's not unusual. Why? Because baby boomers were all getting older. There were 76 million baby boomers. I have no idea how many baby boomers are still left. With immigration, we went above. I think we actually hit a peak of about 84 million baby boomers, those who were born here and then those who immigrated here. But now we're starting to die off. We're starting to see some real changes. And there was a fellow by name of... Um, Oh, what was Dent's first name? Uh, I can't think of his first name. 
anyways, he used to talk about uh, baby boomers and birth rates and economics. Hey, it's always going to be that way. Uh, here, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a tip. I'll give you a tip. Something that's going to, you're going to see a lot more being sold. Velcro shoes. <laughs> As old fart baby boomers with big fat bellies uh, are in the villages on top of the world, Sun City Center, God knows where they're, where they're at. These people that are out of shape, guess what they're going to do? They're going to buy slip-ons and, and Velcro shoes because they can't bend over and tie. Podiatrists. Podiatrists will be going through the roof because you're going to nail technicians because you can't cut your toenails. You can't bend over. No, seriously. It's not a big deal. Don't get mad at that. If you're one of those people who's got a big belly in front of you, that's your fault. Don't 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 blame it on big bones. Don't don't sugarcoat it. So you you got to go to the podiatrist to get those nasty claws defanged on you. Hey, guess what? You want to go into uh, the medical profession. You don't really want to go into surgery or whatever. You just you decide, hey, I want to be a podiatrist. <laughs> go to retirement community. You have all the work you can deal with. Okay, it is what it is. Let's take a look at one other item here and keep on moving. Financial lessons from headline news with connecting dots. Bob Iger, Warren Buffett, Jack Dorsey. There's a whole bunch of different people here that we could talk about, but uh, here's something I'm really disgusted at. The numbers have come out for chief executive officers for publicly traded companies for 2018 and their compensation packages. Now, I'm going to make no bones about it. I don't like the fact that people are paid insane wages when they're nothing more than an employee, okay? When you take a company public, you are an employee. I don't care that you're the founder of the company. There's a level of compensation that begins to get outrageous. Now, Walt Disney is run by a fellow by the name of Robert Iger. I don't like the guy. If I saw him, I'd say it to his face. I don't like you. I don't care how good you've done. Being paid $65.6 million, making you the third highest paid CEO last year of the Standard & Poor's 500, an 80.9% increase in pay over 2017. That year, he pulled in $36.6 million. That is huge. Now, Abigail Disney, uh, she actually got on uh, NBC Squat Box and she thinks that CEOs are simply being paid too much. She called for a millionaire tax on households earning more than $5 million to help affordable housing, infrastructure, and other initiatives. Okay, Abigail, it's, I don't, you always blow it. All you people, especially those who are liberal, very liberal, conservatives do the same damn thing. Quit telling us how to spend the money, but let's just talk about the ethics. And you always miss it on the, on the key point. You miss it on it's unethical to have that kind of money. Oh, hog wash. You can make any amount of money you have, but when you're the CEO of a company that's publicly traded, you're now an employee. And when you have employees making that kind of compensation, you have to look at the board of directors. When the board of directors is nothing more than a rubber stamp and everybody's at the pig trough, every single person's at the pig trough making their, getting their lick. You guys sit back and say, wait a minute, what do the shareholders get? 
you know, actually, like last year, you know, it's it's really it's a, I have it here somewhere. The uh, average uh, investor lost five point eight percent. These guys, their pay went up really substantial. I've got it here somewhere. I might not, not be able to pull it up. But then you got, of course, people like Berkshire Hathaway and others, and Zuckerberg and what he's being paid. Some of these people, you know, they get paid different ways. But the bottom line is, it's just not right. I mean, God dang, it's just not right. Now, in our company, we're not publicly traded. And look at what our pricing structure is. Is that ever fair? And if you say it's not, you're nuts. And this is fair. But one of the things you do when you're good to your customers, our customers are basically like our shareholders, and you have goodwill, you get lots of referrals, life is good, that people appreciate what you're doing. They don't complain about being gouged. Has anybody been to Disney World lately? Yeah, 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 man, is that ever expensive? By anything with a Disney logo on it, it's out outrageous we got to pay eisner or not eisner eigner eisner's retired now <laughs> starting to date myself you got to pay these guys these big fat big fat wages it's just i don't know something just isn't right fiduciary tips from fixed cost investing so we're not associated in any way, shape, or form with Truesdale Law. I'm no longer affiliated in any way, shape, or form. That's managed by a separate family member, and we don't do business with uh, law firm clients. We have a real strict wall here. If you're a law firm client, I won't take you on as a client. I can't prevent my clients from using Truesdale Law, but I will not take anybody on who's a client. And uh, one of the things that the law firm is doing, and I had an opportunity to share uh, some information with these guys, well, to be told some information. They have a uh, client that passed away where the uh, law firm is settling the estate, and the person's a hoarder. The house is absolutely filled, every room, every square inch, boxes and boxes and boxes, and most of these boxes are unopened. What do you think's in all these boxes? Most of it is new, new material, new products from these online shopping networks like QVC. Apparently, we had a lady and she was lonely. Remember, I talk about that. Physical, emotional, intellectual, and relationships. Lived in a home by herself, very large home. It's like 4,000 square feet, big home, lots of bedrooms, lots of baths. And every square inch of this place just about was covered. It was filthy, dirty, and it's got boxes of junk that she ordered. Thought about it. She's lonely lonely. You know, we st I talk about this all the time. You got to have relationships. So many people who are retired are lonely. They just don't have anybody to talk to. They don't have a relationship. Well, here's the thing. You put yourself in that position. You you were in denial. It's like I said about my dad. When he went to an independent living facility, okay, he was only there six weeks before he died. Well, he was there six weeks and in the hospital and two weeks he died. But he said, geez, son, if I'd known it was this great, I would have done this years ago. I said, dad, I told you this. Or he said 20 years ago. I said, dad, I told you about this. I couldn't convince you, yeah, well, it wasn't ready. For some people, for some reason, people just get so worked up over their home and they personify their home. It's just, that's their life. No, your life is you. I'm a little passionate tonight because this is a lady that, she was pretty cool. I and mean, she died. Uh, law enforcement had to come in and all the phone calls and everything's being made. But it's just, it's, ugh. If I went in and described to you what I was told, you just, ugh, it's just terrible. There's no reason for that. Now, it doesn't make any difference. If you have a neighbor, encourage them to move on with their life, to enjoy. This woman could have easily had another 10 or 15 years. Instead, she died alone. She died alone in a house that was just utterly filled with crap. A true hoarder. And uh, it's just, it, you just you don't want to do that, man. You, 
You don't want to do it. Okay, let's move on to something else. So the White House is pushing for more transparency when it comes to healthcare prices. Well, that's about damn time. You know, one of the things I've always said is that the medical profession, which we emulate because of our fixed cost investing, you have time-based billing for advice, procedural billing for management. It follows the medical model. Let's see, we fully disclose exactly what everything costs. Again, when it comes to healthcare, that's not the case. I mean, we literally have a lack of disclosure when it comes to things like medications and services, and not everybody has health insurance. They pay they pay out of pocket. You know, it's just, and again, I'll tell you this much. I've always supported a constitutional amendment here in the state of Florida to um, have fair pricing. Why should you pay more if you have insurance and less if you have cash or vice versa? Again, I, I can tell you it, that's just one of those areas that cost disclosure legislation is something that could be done in the state of Florida, but it hasn't been done. And eh, it just is the way it is. Visit Dots at Dots FM for today's bonus feature. So when you go to uh, Dots.FM, that's Dots.FM, you'll see in the bottom that uh, we have a little item that we discuss, the bonus feature. And I'll tell you right now, it's about liquid real estate. I've talked about this a few times. For those of you who uh, want to get information about it, you either go online and, uh, and request to uh, be invited to that. It'll be password protected, but it'll be a page. It'll be uh, hands-on and on-demand. It's a really cool little thing we got going on here. It's called hands-on and on-demand. How you? If you want to make a phone call, just give us a call, 888-629-7864. That's 888-629-7864. And one of the things we're going to be doing here coming up is I'm going to be doing a lot more interviews, short questions with people that uh, I know uh, can add to the discussion. And uh, again, we'll be doing that a little bit. Oh, I'll give you some more details on that in just a little bit. One last thing, and we're going to dance out of here. Bose, you know, the speakers, right? Well, they came out with a thing called smart sunglasses, and it's really cool. Spent a lot of time looking at this. Now, Bose is a privately traded, uh, it's a private company. It's not publicly traded at all. But they got a pair of uh, sunglasses that are um, pretty cool where they have speakers in the, in the, in the I guess, the earpieces, you know, the side of the glasses, whatever that's called. And... Um, arms, wings, whatever it's called. I don't know. But these things cost like $200. And the reviews online is that they're really amazing. Now, I could go on for hours and talk about the uh, audio quality and how they have artificial intelligence and uh, how they're looking to do a bunch of different things with this. But if you go online, look up these new Bose glasses and they're they're available for sale right now. Boy, I came real close to buying a pair the other day. Um, but what makes them really intriguing is they're not only sunglasses, but they're Bluetooth headphones, okay? They're built into the side uh, of each of each arm, okay? 
And the the audio is is not in your ear like um, uh, earbuds or or earplugs. I guess it's not. And you can control the volume. Uh, it prevents you from not being able to hear what's going on around you. He talked about the fact that you could hear in the streets of New York without any problem. It's also got microphones built into this thing, so you can talk to your Siri or Google Assistant. Um, it's really cool. I mean, it's just one of those things that different, like CNET and Gadget and others have done articles on. And of course, the typical lame thing, oh, they're too big. Oh, I don't like the way they look. But remember Google Glass, that goofy thing that, yuck. Well, I always thought the day is coming when you are going to have someone create glasses that will be both audio and visual and will be command-based. And you could do things like look at a building, it will recognize it, and it will tell you about it. So you'll have, you know, like, uh, you give you Yelp ratings and that sort of thing. Those days are getting really close. This is like your music and digital assistant all in one, but it's on your face. It is, now, What the complaints are the battery. The battery doesn't last. I think it's 12 hours on standby, three hours on, on nonstop use uh, changing volume was very easy um, it, again the the, the the discussion on these things it was just impressive so from a connecting dot standpoint I want you to think about this the amount of information that we can all use and do is mind-boggling and I think a lot of people who suffer from depression and you know overworked stress and just you know never getting a break this is another one of those examples where you can literally fry out now you're putting everything on your face easy access etc that's the reason why i continue to say you got to learn to chill out literally turn the phone off get your face out of the screen read a book if you haven't read a book in a long time read a damn book turn off the sound we're going to talk my son and i had a great discussion today about music in the background and how it it, it doesn't, you don't, want to, you don't want to have something on all the time. Sometimes you just need, you have to have silence. I have a pair of speakers, or rather I have a, a set of Sony headsets, and they're noise canceling. These things, I don't know, they cost about $500, $600. These things are just amazing. So when I'm working a lot of times at my desk, I, I put these on, noise canceling, and it's amazing. I'll be writing, I wrote, uh, gee, I wrote a legal brief today because of what I do. I still do a lot of that. And I looked up, it was three hours passed by, and I had written, I think, 20, 25 pages. Of, and it was actually, a lot of it was single-spaced. And uh, I was just amazed how much I got done. Again, checked out and just focused. You got to do that every once in a while. The world is just way too connected. And uh, but when you're out running around, hey, this is kind of cool. I'm big into uh, into uh, getting as much done. So it's it's a debut effort for Bose frames. Um, they're probably not just a novelty. Uh, they they actually do work. They don't look that bad. I'm definitely going to get a pair. I'd, hey, Bose, if you're listening to me, give me a send me a pair if you don't mind. I don't, be tired of paying for everything. They're a little thick. One of these days, maybe you can get some prescription lenses in them. That would be nice. I would like to have some clear lenses because uh, when I'm out during the day, I don't really use a lot of sunglasses, but uh, the blocking the wind so your eyes don't dry out, that would be nice. But uh, the audio technology seems to be really well done. Great for uh, biking, helmets, uh, skiing, and uh, I look forward to the uh, second generation and uh, we'll see what happens. I was going to talk a little bit about the uh, passenger that got kicked off of a Southwest airline flight for making a joke about wanting vodka because they had such a delay. And I'm going to tell you right now, 
these airlines, you people, you people need a uh, enema. This whole idea that people can't joke and have a little bit of lightheartedness and you, you act uh, the way you act. I uh, was going to take a f- flight recently on Southwest and um, I read this article and I actually canceled my flight. And instead, I'll be flying private, which I normally do, but there's no way in the world that I'm going to wear, go Southwest after reading this. There's a couple, Delta's got the same problems as well. So I got to tell you, you know, we, we all just, I, I feel like a, it's the TV show, uh, the commercial 1984, when Steve Jobs had the girl running down and white and red and threw the hammer and broke the glass and it's, it's time to break the mold. Well, here at Fixed Cost Financial, um, the way we do things, it's different. It's different. We're different. You're different. You know, like I say, it's better, it's simple, and it works. And, you know, when you got to Southwest Airlines that didn't apologize for the bad behavior of their uh, stewardess that uh, took offense like, like a snowflake or buttercup over somebody saying that they had been on a tarmac so long, the, uh, instead of a bottle of water, they ought to be passing out vodka, and they threw them off the plane for that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be around people like that. I want to be around people that uh, I like and I love and uh, enjoy life with. This concludes this episode of Connecting Dots. Thank you for listening. Please visit our sponsor, Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing at fixedcostinvesting.com. That's fixedcostinvesting.com. We got love that will never need to hide. Love always rise above. Whatever comes, you will be just fine If I am yours and you are mine Take my hand and let's fly away To another galaxy Hold me close, I want to feel your love Together we are free Just be with me Just be with me